he's ready to start. All right. Welcome to File Under Entertainment Podcast with Eric and Jared, where this is not a musical journey episode. This is another one of those special episodes after the alphabet. We're doing a numbers episode. Just Jared and I kicking an old school with five different numbers artists that we've each selected. So 10 songs. So it's uh, certainly less than the 13 song musical journeys and not a whole bunch of stories that go along uh, with these couple maybe here and there but these are basically just uh songs that we liked from artists that have numbers in their names i got two words for you flavor flav what (laughs) (laughs) i listened to your guys's episode dude what did you (laughs) oh my god that was amazing i'm just saying amazing did you like all my hypotheticals that i kept bringing up (laughs) yeah i liked all the hypotheticals no it just it's funny because like you guys Flavor Flav was the flavor of the episode, and then we did, uh, we did, yeah, we did the numbers, and I don't feel like the numbers are correct, but Eric uh, has schooled me on how they okay. are. I, I would okay, like okay, know, right, I this. would like to know your reasoning behind it, but first of all, you should introduce yourself for those no. who aren't aware of what else it is that Jared does. So I am the main talent of the podcast Life is Unfair. All right. I just want to throw it out there. <laughs> I've made two guest appearances uh, on that uh, podcast, and it is overwhelming that the fans love me, and I am now the main source of that. I am also the super producer of uh, File Under Entertainment, where I'm the co-host. Uh, you know, basically, I run the show. I am, again, the main talent, which is the driving force behind it. And then I got this weird NFL side project that uh, finally is going to kick into gear after we've been swamped for work. I've gotten really sick. Uh, the Evil Mark show. There's there's this maybe NCAA show in there. I don't know what that's all about. It's really low rating. <laughs> absolutely really is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck and it. then uh, I've, I've got the Feathers and Friends podcast. So. And Parrot Gaming Productions. It's, fuck it. That's my YouTube. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, haven't that's posted a lot anything for like a month and a half, dude. <laughs> uh, what about well, you? Introduce yourself. Because statistically, <laughs> according to this guy, Eric Stevens, that I know, this could be the first yeah. time you're listening to the podcast. That is factual. Yeah, this some psychopath could just be like, I'm going to start at the numbers episode for some reason. And yeah, I mean, so yeah, I'm... Eric Stevens, the host of File Under Entertainment Podcast. Not the talent, because that's no. Jared. I'm, I'm just the host. Um, yeah. I get jealous when Jared comes up with puns before I do. I'm also the co-host of the Thursday edition of the Evil Mark Show, which is typically the college football edition. But in the off season, we do all sports and talk about fun stuff. So a lot of pop culture things for everybody. Don't just have to be a fan of the sports balls to listen to that show. And a frequent guest contributor to Life is Unfair, the Malcolm in the Middle rewatch podcast that uh, Jake and David from uh, Let's Play Death Ray host. So that's but, a lot of fun. So do check those out. It's all California love here. All I got to do is go three doors down and you'll be just fine, bud. God damn it. He's already <laughs> started. Okay, so I would like, I, mean, I don't want to tip my hand. Mm-hmm. 
So mm -hmm. let's wait. Let's wait until um, we've gone through the songs and then, but put a pin in it because I, I really want to know your reasoning behind why you think that the, the songs should be in the order that I put them in. Yeah, I would like to know why you think that that's because I said that I put them in numerical order. I wasn't just going to do all Jared's songs and all my songs or vice versa. I, we're going to like flip flop them. I put them in numerical order by artist. I just realized now that, yeah, like all of my songs would have gone first, except for like one of them. And I didn't do that on purpose. But I just maybe wanted to try to flex on you. No, like I genuinely thought that's how it goes because. I want to talk about it, Eric. I want to talk about it. Can we talk well, about then it? We're, then we're, it's going to, okay, fine. But, like, just... So we've always like, cause when it's like J for Jared, right. And then G like, like there's Jared and then there's Joe, right? J A J O. Uh -huh. That's how right? it goes. So if they're all one specific numeral, right. They should go in order. It's not J A. And then, you know, like J-A-J-A, and then you go to the third one, right? No, if they're no all, but if... Okay. If, they, if they're all just three, they should go into the three slot, right? Because technically, no. one of the artists then would be a 33 if we did just... And I mean, technically, technically, you're playing a lot of liberties with a couple of your artists. Because they don't start with numbers. There's numbers in there, which is what we had said we were doing. No, we, we initially thought that there was going to be some shit... And they're like, oh, this is actually kind of easy to find some numbers artists. And then Eric just fucked off and did Liberties. <laughs> I mean, it is his show, but still. No, there are numbers in all of the artists that are being represented today. I discounted the alphabetical stuff. Okay. It is just based off of the numbers. So your first artist, which is Tupac, starts with a, the number two. So then you're also, your second artist is three doors down so that's the number three so i i, I guess i understand the, it starts with the number right i guess i kind of understand what you're saying with like three but if you're actually counting if you're taking that tupac is just the number two and three doors yeah. down is just the number three then the next number would not be like 303 just because it starts with a three it would be the next number that comes after three when you're yeah, counting so up th and so you get to yeah it should be, and then you get to. Oh God, my headset's <laughs> dying. But oh, that's right. I got the I got the plug in right there. But that's what I'm saying is it's it's Tupac, three doors down, and then it should be the other one, two, three, the other three artists that have three but, in them. But and I'm saying we... if you're if you're actually counting like counting digits, the number two forty two comes before three o three. Yeah, so that should right? go up by Tupac. And I know that nobody else <laughs> fucking cares about this but me. I know that for a fact. Uh, Trust yeah. me. I'm arguing stupidity right now. I really would like some input. People, please weigh in on this. Like, how would you formulate this? Except for Jake. Jake does not get to weigh in because he's going to agree <laughs> with me. We already know that. <laughs> I, I think you're wrong on that one. I think he's a stickler. So I think that he would definitely be uh, agreeing with me. Just saying. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I would like to think. I said I had to plug in my headphones. It didn't fine. matter I anyway, said, so it's all good. I said I think that he will agree with me. So, well, I guess we'll find out. Okay, so your first song. Let's uh, go ahead and introduce your first song. Uh, so, yeah, like like Eric was saying and Jared was saying earlier, um, we, 
like so for those of you who don't know by the time this this song by the time this comes out we've already met all in person well I'll be hanging out in Chicagoland and I've I've met this beautiful bastard his lovely wife I'll have met uh the evil mark uh and for some reason not gump but like we're like we got to fill a we got to fill an episode we got we got to do something special because oh shit it's not going to work out like Jared can't do a podcast while he's driving home right like i mean right. i could but eric learning how to record that's a that's a joke um <laughs> wow jesus i've been trying to teach you how to record for how long for when i get sick <laughs> you haven't actually we've never no, you said download obs and then i'll teach you how to do it i'm like okay i downloaded obs i tried like twice and then <laughs> twice you were like just fucking do your job and i was like all right but no, because you're you're the co-host. You're a part of the show. It's better if you're a part of it rather than just me doing it. I if I have to record on my producer. own, I can just do. You just want to be the man behind the scenes and not well, be involved in all. No, you you ever watched the? Have you ever listened to Behind the Bastards? No. So Behind the Bastards is a journalist by the name of Robert Evans, and there's a gal who's his producer, Sophie. She chimes in like all the time. And then there are, like, there's Jamie, who chimes in every once in a blue moon, right? And then you got uh, Two Bears, One Cave with Burnt Toast Kreischer and, and Tom Segura, where the guys are, like, part of the show. So there's different levels of super producer, but I prefer the term super producer because they feel more important. So okay. take it as All you right, will. well. Yeah. Fine. You can be the super producer, but it's better when you're involved in the show because I have done shows without you when you were derailed by ferret trains i just record off of zoom instead of uh and he's OBS. like it barely worked this ship is not the same without you jared <laughs> but yeah we were th- we were trying to figure out like how like what are we gonna do like what do we, like what do we got to do because we still have one or two more musical journeys left correct and yes. this is just a filler episode so we're like ah let's do the numbers episode and i one hundred percent forgot that California Love, the original version, was done by Tupac, right? And so, of course, I'm like, well, what artists do I know that have numbers in them? And I googled it because it was easy, and Tupac came up, and I was like, fucking, and California Love is like one of the top songs up there. I was like, shut the front door, like I remember that song. <laughs> it's like the opening sound for one of my favorite movies. It's a genuinely good song. I do actually like Tupac, so a lot of positives. And if I just disappear for a moment, it's because it's thundering and storming here in central Wisconsin, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, so what uh, What movie is it the opening theme for? <laughs> you just thought it's one of your favorite movies. Do you, you remember that thing that I told you where I put myself on the spot and I just, like, go stupid? <laughs> this is one of those That's moments. A... <laughs> ah, Battle Los Angeles. Okay. <laughs> Battle Los Angeles with Aaron like, Eckhart, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. You're like, it's one of my favorite movies. And I'm like, what movie is it? <laughs> you put me, <laughs> remember, like I put myself on the spot. I'm like, this is the thing. And then you're like, oh, tell me more about it. And I'm like, ah, I just went stupid. <laughs> A genuine, so yeah. Um, I was kind of floored that we didn't pick any of the same artists or the same songs. Well, you well did... I, I, I had my uh, stuff released before you did so i don't know if there was any artist or anything that you had maybe looked at using bef- and then just thought to go in a different direction but i think we've got a pretty good eclectic mix of <laughs> you, stuff you remember how you sent it to me yeah 
I was sitting in the main Zoom room as the because you sent it to me on Tuesday, if I remember right. You sent me the list mm-hmm. on Tuesday. My job every Tuesday, Thursday afternoon is to sit in the Zoom meeting and answer all the representatives' questions, right? And so Tuesday afternoon, like as soon as Zoom kicked off, I sent everybody out. I was like, all right, get back in the phones and make your phone calls. I'll see you later. Eric sends me the list. And I was like, I can just work on this now. <laughs> and then I did. <laughs> and that's that's exactly what happened. So like Tuesday afternoon, that's why I don't have any of the same artists, any of the same songs. It's like I can just pick all of them, and I have the do not picks here. Plus, I, I don't. I would have never chosen any of those songs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, it worked out beautifully, though, because I, I was really kind of floored, like you said, at how many numbers artists there were. I mean, I know that when we were initially talking about this after we wrapped up the last episode with Gaio, the musical journey, we're like, OK, let's do numbers. And I'm like, oh, I don't I don't know how <laughs> how difficult mm-hmm. that's going to be. I was really concerned that it was going to take like until today for me to finalize the list and then there's i did the same thing i googled like uh artists with numbers and and their names and there's like over a hundred of them yep and a lot of them i knew and was fans of and maybe i'd forgotten some of them but i was like that's a lot to choose from so then it was just a, a matter of like paring down the list and it was actually pretty easy to to come up with uh just five songs from these artists so I guess without further ado, let's kick off with your first one, which is Tupac.
soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing hoochie screaming, fiending for money and alcohol. The life of a West Side player with cows die in a strong ball. Only in Cali will we riot, not rally to live and die. In LA we wear chucks, not valleys. Yeah, that's right. Just in lokes and khaki suits and ride is what we do. Flossing but half caution, we collide with other troops. Famous because we throw grants. Worldwide, let them recognize from Long Beach to Rosecrans. Bumping and grinding like a slow jam. It's West Side. For the Stevens Point area, baby. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was in California. No, Have you totally transferred not. coast? No, <laughs> no. Did you did you like how smooth that transition was in that song? That shit was on point. That is the best I will ever do. That's it. Cut. Rap. Done. Posted. <laughs> so what was? I mean, you talked a little bit about it yeah. before in the lead-in, uh, but what was your like inspiration for, for choosing that song? Honestly, I saw it on South Park one day when they were trying to get all the homeless people out of South Park, and they were fucking... They played the song California Love, and they made them follow them from a bus from Colorado to California. And it just <laughs> was so fucking funny. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I listened to it in Battle Los Angeles and the numbers thing came up I was like I gotta choose that <laughs> <laughs> fair enough that's pretty funny that's a pretty funny reasoning behind it yeah <laughs> Like, like I know, I know. Usually on this podcast, there's some like profound answer. It's like, no, I just laughed my ass off at South Park, and now it's here. <laughs> that's enough. Like, it doesn't have to be like earth shattering every single time. I mean, that's not the case in the majority of the songs that I select. I just liked them. So yeah. But uh, so that's fair. You just you heard it in South Park and heard it in another movie, and just uh, was meant to be. It's raining hard so. here. 
No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just making an observation. I'm, not, I'm just like, yeah, I didn't know if you, if you were following it up, like if you were going to no. say like. No, like if I, if, if I'm just saying if, if this, cause like I, I we record an MP4 format, which for those of you who don't know anything about recording in that specific format, if it gets, if it gets dropped in the middle of the recording, like if it just gets interrupted in any way, shape and or form, it's fucked. Like we lose the entire episode. However, however, the audio quality is on point for us audiophiles. Uh, any other way that I record it, I just don't like how it comes out. Hmm. Yeah. So high That's quality. You is... doing super producer stuff. Sacrifice, like baby. Sacrifice. <laughs> well, it's still, no matter what happens to the episode, it's still fun that we get to talk and hang out. And At least I'm not a loser, right? God, what a transition. <laughs> All right, so tell us about this next one, which is also your selection, and it is the aforementioned named Loser. This yeah. is by whom? Uh, Three Doors Down. I remember they did Kryptonite, if I remember uh, correctly, mm -hmm. and I I kind of wanted to be basic, a, a basic, you know, pumpkin spice latte girl with this. I was going to pick Kryptonite, but I was like, I can't, everybody knows Kryptonite. It, it, like, that's like turning on 95.5 and listening to like the pop songs again. Like Loser wasn't that big of a hit, but it was still one of their bigger hits that they did have. And so I wasn't going to go like super eclectic with it, but I've always just liked this. I Like just the fact that a band can be like, yeah, this song's called Loser. And then like, it's a good hit. Like that just, that's kind of cool to Jared. So that's why it's on my list. All right. Fair enough. Let's, uh, I don't really recall this one, so I'm sure I've heard it, but, uh, yeah, I I'm, came in blind or deaf as we have been doing to your songs. So let's see if I actually recall this one. Let's give a listen to Loser. I wonder who started that. Don't my soul addiction needs a pacifier 
indeed heard that song yeah you have yeah <laughs> that's a good one i don't know that it's as good as kryptonite but i mean i think it was a good selection on, on your point but that's i mean that's a kind of lighter than normal music than what you're used to listening to so dude jared pre-2006 was country poppy nonsense so okay um, so dude when was that song released you know i don't remember um <laughs> Uh, 2009, I think, is when the official music video came out. But yeah, like 2000, if you go from like 2005, 2006-ish, like it is just soft, poppy nonsense. Uh, like 2007 <laughs> and eight, I was like really hardcore heavy metal because first year military, Iraq, and then I did another deployment to Kuwait in 2008. And I remember like 2009, 2010, I went to, uh, yeah, in 2009, I was in Afghanistan, and in 2010, I was in an unnamed base where I technically didn't exist for a couple years, and <laughs> a lot of people didn't like my music, and so I was, very, I was forced to listen to a lot of other folks' music, and I remember this one girl, she played like, a, like basically the pop radio station that you can think of, that's what her iPod was, all of this stuff was over there, so... Gotcha. 
Okay, so that's where you heard it. And obviously, even though maybe it wasn't your normal taste, but you still obviously got enjoyment out of it, yeah. at least. Uh, one of the or things... at least it fit the parameters for for this episode, it right? Fit the pre it's a song I knew. <laughs> it's a, I, Yeah, it's a song I knew, and here it is. One of the one of the really cool things is that I, you know me, I'm notorious for mishearing lyrics. I'm not very good at understanding lyrics and what have you. Uh, so there's there's three three amazing things that I come across here. Uh, there's songfacts.com, songmeanings.com, and then of course we have Wikipedia.org. Now songfacts uh, says rather the song is about a friend's self doubt and he how he internalizes feelings. Um, according to songmeanings.com, three doors down loser. Basically, it's about loving someone who doesn't love you and it makes you feel like shit, making me think of my ex, da 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 What do you think the real meaning behind the song actually is? Hmm. According to the lyr lyricist Brad Arnold, the song is written from the perspective of a childhood friend who's become a cocaine addict. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I fucking dude, because I a little I, different. Yeah, I listen because I listen to, I listen. You know how I am. I'm narcissistic. I'm like I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a playlist. I'm gonna listen to it like twenty times. And on one of my drives when I was going to get coffee, I was listening to Loser, and like I was like, wow, this song is actually kind of sad panda right now. Um, what does it mean? You know, and you, you look up the lyrics and and. Like, I found the two websites, and I was like, well, those are, like, because you pull it up, and you know how Google gives you the little snippets. And, like, those sure. are two starkly different things than Wikipedia, yeah. which I know Wikipedia used to be a joke, and now it's not. But you look at it now, and you're like, it like it gives you legit, upfront, good information. Like, that's what they want Wikipedia to be, like, the new encyclopedia. And like, mm -hmm. wow. It goes from self-doubt to someone who lo doesn't love you, even though you love them, to cocaine. <laughs> Well, that's what we've talked, and I sound like a broken record, which is fitting for a music podcast, but I mean, we've talked over and over again about the subjective nature of lyrics, and um, what was it? Was it Frontline Assembly? Is that who you were talking about that you misheard the lyrics, or you completely... Kill, switch, engage. Tails, yeah, kill, switch, engage. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit I... different than Frontline Assembly. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Kill, switch, engage. <laughs> I love you, bud. <laughs> I love you, too, man. Uh, but it's, I, yeah, that's what I, one thing that I really love about music is that you can, it's almost a bad thing when you know the, the true, like the artist's meaning behind the song, because yeah. if it differs from what your interpretation was, it can potentially ruin the entire song for you. So, um, yeah, I think it's almost better to just kind of go in dark and be like, oh, this is my interpretation of the song and this is how I'm going to enjoy it or this is what I'm going to get out of it. And then I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> or you can be like the uh, like society in general. Like uh, Mark and I were talking about it the other day on the Evil Mark show, where the guy was getting into the Twitter argument with Stephen King about one of Stephen King's like uh, stories. <laughs> <I saw that. laughs> and Stephen King's like, um, I wrote the story, and dude's like, shut up and go. Like, what do you know? Just go back to the basement, loser. And it's like I'm literally the author of the story. So <laughs> it's I incredible. I f dude, there there was a there was a oh my god, there was a very similar thing where this lady who apparently had wrote like some psychology book or whatever, and this guy's just like berating her, and everybody there apparently get, is in on the joke that like she's the one that wrote the book. And he's like, how would you know what her interpretation is? And she just like moves her hair aside and looks at her name tag. And she's like, I'm her. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that shit is so fucking funny. 
where they're like, dude, you're <laughs> yes. talking to the person who fought, like Edgar Allan Poe, right? The the Dark Raven. And they're like, what is this? What is the subjectiveness? Or what is the subversiveness? Or what is that? He's talking about a fucking raven and they're black. Like, what more do you want out of it? Like, it doesn't mean shit. It's ravens are black, man. Like, yeah, I'm, there's like really like just two schools of thought. There's like the, either the, like the the very literal at face value, like this is what it is. There's no subtext whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna ascribe like so much meaning to this, like that it's a complete a metaphor or analogy for something entirely different. Like no gray area, no in between. Like it's crazy it's so dumb <laughs> sometimes eric you just you gotta you gotta turn things inside out every once in a while man. <laughs> yes i did find it interesting that you let off with two songs i have two songs and then we kind of flip-flop we, we go that? back and forth yes it's uh yeah a nice oh, little happenstance shit. yeah two of yours two of mine and then you me you me you me you so yeah it's pretty interesting but yeah this next one you were talking about like uh just being like the basic uh like pumpkin spice latte just uh that's me i chose uh eve six which is a band that not many people have heard of but if they have heard of this band they've heard this song this uh. is inside out i would swallow my pride i would choke on the rinds but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside swallow my doubt turn it inside out find nothing but faith in nothing wanna put my tender heart in a blender watch it's been
That is like 1995 basic white girl pumpkin spice frappuccino <laughs> whatever. Absolutely, but yeah, it's like I love that song. To me, it still holds up. Like it, I, it's kind of surprising how much of a like fucking one trick pony that band was. They were definitely, you know, that was like their hit, and that's it. And it's kind of surprising. Um, yeah, they just kind of just vanish off the face of the earth. But I mean, that was one that was definitely going to be on one of my lists, like either 1990s or it was going to be, um, you know, numbers artists. And so I was just like, yeah, let's let's just get it out of the way. Uh, <laughs> Eve Six, what a good fucking song. And <laughs> what, a, what a sad like kind of story for the, the band after that release. But why? Why is it sad? Just because, you know, there's a lot of bands that are like that, just that just have, you know, like one hit, one hit wonders, as they're known colloquially. And they're that's definitely the, the story with them. But it's just kind of remarkable because a lot of these bands, I mean, that's, that's just like a well-structured and crafted song. And like music, musicality-wise, like they jammed out. Like, I mean, they knew what they were doing. They should have found... A much wider audience for some of their other works and they just didn't that was the only song that really really resonated with people and still holds up in my opinion i don't know i mean you were kind of maybe not familiar with the name or whatever but as soon as it started you were kind of like singing along like you knew what it was after I you knew heard it, immediately so. who they were yeah yeah so do, do you like that one at all oh or? yeah dude that's 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 the poppy side of jared that is <laughs> 110 percent sign me up give me the latte give me the ugg boots i'll wear the white after may i don't give a shit son <laughs> yeah that is 100 percent poppy jared i love it we forgot jared's boots damn it oh is that what you guys forgot to grab the booties yeah we we're gonna have to get those boots. <laughs> dude you I, like seriously like you don't have to don't go the extra mile to grab them for me don't if if they're if you get to them you get to them don't worry i've got dude i still have a pair of combat boots that i bought two years ago that like i have just now officially broke in so <laughs> well it's just like as soon as you brought up uh boots i'm like oh shit yeah that's the one thing that we forgot because i yeah. got you okay yeah we will rectify that though so all right this next one gets uh this one's a little bit of a story time, um, a little bit of a maybe kind of downtrodden thing too, but um, with a, a happy, well, I won't say ending because nothing's uh, ended, but um, oh. a, hap a happier result, but okay, so uh, I try not to get <clears throat> super emotional. Yeah, but, don't make um, me uncomfortable, please. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to not be uncomfortable myself. So, I mean, everybody that listens to this show, everybody that's listened to Feathers and Friends knows my incredible wife, Megan, um, has heard her on the show. And everybody that listens to Evil Mark and uh, Life is Unfair has heard me, you know, bring up and talk about her. Um, and also, Susie is my favorite. And Basically, that entire episode where I guessed it with Gaio was talking about our our marriage and in our relationship and um, how basically to have a successful relationship because we're typically like the the envy of a lot of people because excuse me we've um, 
we've been with each other for over half of our lives now to this point. And, um, you know, we've both put each other through a lot of stuff, but um, we love each other, you know, mm -hmm. my body and soul. And, and we've uh, stuck through it. And there was a, there was a time though, um, specifically a couple of years, like 2015 to about 2019, but 2018 uh, in specifics, things were kind of rough and it didn't, we didn't know if, uh, if it was going to last. I was traveling a lot for work and uh, that was, you know, an, an added layer of stress for the both of us. And uh, things were, were kind of difficult. And um, I had to go on a trip specifically to uh to a, a plant in indiana and i was going with uh, one of my field service guys and so he picked me up one morning and uh we drove to indiana and like right before uh me leaving um megan and i had had like a knockdown drag out kind of thing where it was basically like that was it essentially like when i came back like that was going to be it. And uh, it was tough, obviously. So, you know, incredibly difficult for me to try to focus on work when all that stuff was going on in my personal life. And then what made it much worse and compounded everything was when we got out to, to Indiana and, you know, we checked into the hotel and we went out to, uh, to uh, breakfast actually the, the following morning and the the waitress that served my guy and I was named Megan. <laughs> so I was just seeing a bunch of like subtext. Yeah, a bunch of signs, a bunch of like connections of, you know, like how do I fix this? How how do I make it work with the woman that I love and that I know loves me and you know, we can't can't let everything that we've been through just kind of fall by the wayside. And um, I was trying to figure out how to uh, best approach that. And she texted me a link to a YouTube video of a song talking about, uh, yeah, about what she wanted to see um, happen with our, our relationship and what she wanted to see Happen with me, and that's uh, the song. Let's hear it. Oh, 
Sorry for the a bit of the breakdown uh, at the front there. I didn't even introduce it. Uh, it's 30 Seconds to Mars, obviously. Jared Leto is the, the lead singer of, of that band, and, and it's a cover of a Rihanna song, actually. Um, so I had thought about including that in the uh, the covers episode that we'll end up doing, but I was like, no. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, obviously, that, that fits for a numbers thing. So... Um, <laughs> Although Jared doesn't seem to think so. He's like, oh, you're playing fast and loose with it because the Spotify version of that has it it's, uh, it, written out as like T-H-I-R-T-Y. That's, that's like not the number. one. That's not, it's, it's, it's the other two. Those are the other two that I have a problem with, first off. Secondly, yeah. I hate Jared Leto. <laughs> what? Passion. How? How can you hate Jared Leto? Because he, he shared a, your name? 
Well, first off, no. <laughs> uh, I've I've heard about. So, like, you have method actors, right? People who are just like method actors, mm-hmm. um, and like they'll they'll be like, uh, who who the who fucking is that? I I, I don't want to say it's Jeff Bridges. Maybe it is, but like you have those method actors who will like stay in character the whole time that they're going through everything, right? From the beginning of production to the end, they're always that one character that they are. Mm-hmm. But they're not, they're not lunatics, right? They're not like sociopaths. Like apparently Jared Leto took that to the extreme when he was the Joker, like sending like really fucked up gifts to his guest stars and stuff. They're like use condoms and dead rats. Yeah, like use like condoms, that. dead rats, and he's like, oh, it's it's my character. I'm getting into it. Like, you can have fun pretending to be the Joker for the seven, eight months that you film, but don't be, like, (laughs) don't be scary weird. Like That is a little odd. His sense of fashion is beyond disbelief. Like, I remember there was a fashion show where he's he's got, like, a really nice beard, right? And then he sees this, like, woman wearing this, like, really ugly green, like, jacket that's, like, the color (laughs) of your your headphones, right? And there's Uh nothing wrong with that color, but it's this ugly fucking jacket and then he's like wearing it like two weeks later and he like <laughs> that's pretty ball and i'm like dude like it's so bad and then i i just i like the guy i i think he's a good actor yeah like no, i mean he, morbius like the, was disgusting dude uh, okay well but that's not uh, okay same Maybe with the it's joker his fault. It's his fault for choosing that role but i mean he, he did fine in the role that was just a shit movie he wasn't a shit actor in that movie have you ever seen um uh, requiem for a dream no i have dude Oh my God! Why well, you probably won't ever because you hate him, but he's in it. Jennifer Connelly, Marlon Wayans. It's a fucking incredible movie. It's it's dark. It's depressing, but it's a phenomenal movie, and he's a phenomenal actor. Same thing. Dallas Buyers Club, where he plays he just male prostitute, fails dude they, so miserably. You know what? You know what? I will give you the Dallas Buyers Club because I've been wanting to watch and see Matthew McConaughey as an anorexic weirdo who lives in the country. <laughs> So if, if he's in it and he's decent in it, I'll give it to it. But I just remember watching him as the Joker and I'm like, no, like as much as I want to give DC liberties with it, like, no. And then just what he did with like Morbius was so bad. It was so bad. But still, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm defending that movie. I find myself defending that over all the other ones. I know that you're big, like, uh, Superman guy. So, but yes. I mean, like, for to me, like, the DC live action stuff is just shit. Like, the one, the actual one movie that I find that I've enjoyed the most out of the live action stuff is actually the 2016 Suicide Squad, which is gets okay. the most shit for everybody. I will get and, you that. And movie. rightfully so, because it is not a great movie. But I do think that everybody that was playing their roles, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, fucking incredible. Perfect. Even Will Smith as Bloodshot, very good. Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I, Jared Leto is the Joker. It is whatever. Like, I, I don't think that they gave that character of the Joker enough to do in that film. And, and certainly he hammed it up. And, and all the additional, you know, behind the scenes kind of stuff of like sending, you know, gross gifts or whatever. That's a little too much. But yeah. his performance was fine enough. And like no. the performance that he did in like the extent, the Schneider cut of uh, Justice League. That's, saw that, right? that's on par with the Joker. That's it's 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 him taking down a couple pegs, right? Like the yeah, J- but that was still Jared Leto. It was still Jared Leto, but see, 
I feel like Jared Leto is the kind of guy where you're like, so we have this representative. Um, we have a couple representatives who they're more of like a, a dull pink, right? Like they're kind of a dull pink where a lot of, a lot of the people that we work <laughs> with are like, you know, kind of like some bright greens. And then we got some like real, like, you know, sun oranges and stuff. And like, there's a couple representatives that are like, you know, dull pink, right? So you're like, Hey, look, uh, we're finishing up selling on this campaign. So this is the last day ever you can sell these people because tomorrow if they want to buy it, they can't buy that product anymore. It's not going to mm-hmm. work. It's not going to be what you want for. So close out your callbacks, which means beam of the voicemail, tell them this last time they can buy. They need to call in today, ask for you, and then you just mark it as it doesn't want to move on. What he took it as, as soon as the call comes in, hang up immediately, mark it as it doesn't want and throw it away and toss it back. And we're like, and I've worked with this gentleman I've worked with this gentleman for a while. He was one of the very first people that I QC'd as a supervisor. And I fucking hate that kind of person because he takes everything you say literally. Like, all right, you're a psychopathic lunatic with a really hot girlfriend and just got them that fucks you up, right? And he's like, all right, I'm just going to be a lunatic. And just goes a billion (laughs) miles an hour, does his own thing. And it's like every time the Joker's been portrayed, he's never been portrayed like Jared Leto does. So what does he do? He's like, I got to put the Leto spin on it. And it's like, that's not what you do. You play the Joker to the part. Superman was good. The Superman origin stories, we've been told a billion times, but Henry Cavill is a god, and he's he's going to play it well. Suicide Squad 2016 with Will Smith, on fucking point. Except for the Joker. He just does not play the Joker well. He does not play the way the Joker... That's not the Joker. And that's what upsets me. Well, but that's... And I wonder how much of that is uh, David Escort's script. I wonder how much of that was the direction and how much of it was actually him. Again, I will grant you the whole, like, gifts behind the scenes stuff. That's fucking batshit. Shouldn't be doing that. That's a little too much. But the the character, like, if they if they told him to ham it up and he did it, whether it was a, a Jared Little spin on it or whatever, I, I still think, I, I don't think, I think he gets way too much flack. You ham point. it up like Heath Ledger. You ham it up like Mark Hamill. You ham it up like Jack Nicholson, right? Like they had their own little twists on making the Joker a little sociopathic, right? Like that that scene with Heath Ledger, he's like, I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Like we're intertwined in this big guy, right? Like that's that that that's the craziness in the Joker. Not whatever shifty eyed fucking cocaine addict that Joker was. <laughs> so like either either Jared Leto needs to like pull his star power and be like, I don't know much about comics, bro, but that's not the Joker. So like, let's bring it down a peg or two. Like Cavill, <laughs> Cavill be like, hey, according to book sixteen of this this line here, fourth paragraph, that's what he actually says. So we should do that. And everyone's like, yeah, let's do that. And then it makes the scene a thousand times better, right? Or like mm-hmm. an actor is like, hey, I know a little bit enough to be dangerous, but would we really do that? Should we consult with the expert? Whereas Leto's just like, fuck it, I'm going to go do it. And I just, I don't, like, that's cool and all, bro, that you can do that. But like, sometimes, you know, maybe don't. Ever. <laughs> all right. Well, fair so enough. I, I'm, but sorry. I, I I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just, he rubs me so wrong. And it, it's, it, I mean, I'd let Cavill okay. rub me that way, but you know, that's not the Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry I shit all over your beautiful song. I love you, no, Megan. That's I love okay. you, Eric. 
we love you too and it's fine your opinion is your opinion it could be wrong it's it's fine so that's right <laughs> i'm sorry i gotta sum up my nose it's called it's bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what's this next song because this is your selection we're getting we're gonna go uh one to one here so yeah. uh this is 36 crazy fist a song called blood work it's off their album a snow-capped romance which you will realize is actually the album that comes off of the all night's lights uh for those of you who don't know 36 crazy crazy fist is what's called hype metal basically they record a song that sounds good at one time speed and then when they play it live it's like 1.2 1.3 like they speed it up a little bit uh this is just their song called blood work i after listening to the All Night's Lights for the 500th time, I was like, I should probably give the rest of the album a play. And blood work <laughs> is what came of it, and it's kind of been a staple on a rotation. I've... So, here's blood work. All right. Okay. Shots open, but I've needed 
It ends abruptly because yeah, very much so. Well, the the whole track is kind of like it's one of those CDs where it's like track one bleeds into two into three, like so. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I have the uh, because I I work at a call center and I can listen to music all day. I have the seamless transition on, and sometimes it doesn't work when we do these. So. Uh huh. I'm not gonna change my settings for a stupid show that I do. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> stupid. Oh wow. He <laughs> caught it. Yeah, it's, I, there's nothing really special about the song. Just I remember 36 Crazy Fist is a song, a band that starts with three. So here we go. <laughs> That's a good song. Uh, well, so the next one is what you have umbrage with because there's a number in the title, but it doesn't I, start with the number. Is that what yes. you have? Okay. It, it starts with a letter and then a number. That's what I have umbrage with. I it, like. Like, when we realized how easy this was going to be to find some stuff, I was like, we should just, like, be able to do that. And it's not how it works. And you just, you have to, like, it's your show. You can we talked about, we, we had, you because you were like, asking about the criteria before we even established it. I mentioned one of the artists that is in this list, Front 242. I have mentioned that they would just have to have a number in the title. Like, I was... Number. maybe entertaining putting a u2 song in here but i was just like no i don't i don't want you to i have too many of these other ones don't sure. just keep saying mm -hmm. you just sure. should take back yeah all right this yeah, next yeah. one is are you familiar with this song yeah. karen yeah 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 you're such an asshole <laughs> this is midnight city by m83 is that like the 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 boom boom or you're not going to, like, segue it? You're like, let's just fucking play it? Cause, like, well, because you just kept, like, dismissing me and just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I asked you if you were familiar with the song, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, I actually yeah, have yeah. no idea who this is or, or what's going on here. I just, I take Umbridge because it's M83, not 83M, but fine, whatever. Like, tell me about the song. I was just being an asshole, okay? I was just being an <laughs> asshole. I'm sorry. I, won't I don't that. really, like, I'm not really familiar with this band outside <laughs> of, no, seriously. I know this song, and I know like a handful of other songs that they've done. Um, I've enjoyed the stuff that I've heard of them, but haven't really ever intentionally sought them out, just because there's so many other artists out there that I that I uh, that I like and that I prefer. So it's just like I'm probably gonna have to dig more into M83's catalog, just by virtue of how much I like this song. But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see if you like it because I think it's kind of probably not really your forte but would you say hurry up jared because we're dreaming huh hurry up never mind i'm gonna hit play now <laughs>
I've lied. I've heard this song before. Okay, I will preface it before you say anything more. I will say that Megan said that if you talk shit about this artist, you can't come, you can't come over. So how did you feel about this song? <laughs> I guess I don't got to drive to Chicago. No, <laughs> um, I like I like this song. Like legitimately, I I can't tell you how many times it's like because. I told you about my playlist, and we know that I work way more than eight hours in a day. Um, and this song frequently comes up on the, hey, my playlist is done. You want to keep playing shit? And I'm like, yeah, shuffle it the fuck away. And this song frequently <laughs> pops up. Um, I'm pretty sure I've heard it in a couple of YouTubes and stuff like that. I genuinely don't mind it. I think this is an okay song. It's not something like I'm going to purposely crank to 30 and jam out in the Renegade, but like I'll listen to it. So Fair enough. Yeah, because I know that's not your... like stereotypical kind of like uh genre or um yeah it's not so, jared's but, typical musical taste yes right but the fact that you can enjoy it uh says something so I, that's good so i curious as to this next one though do you legitimately night like this next song that you're bringing to the table or is it just one that's very much just like it fits the parameter let's just not let's just play it and not talk too much about it or do you actually like it why don't we just play it for the listeners and they <laughs> you know what let's just let's just play it and watch what happens next all right <laughs> watch the listeners leave in droves all right let's see let's <laughs> Then I find a way to get down 
surprises the shit out of me i will tell you i left the headphones on i listened to every beat every nuance of that song i was really enjoying watching you mouth the lyrics along grooving baby and dance megan i will tell you took the headphones off even unplugged them put her fingers in her ears and then mimed killing herself in multiple different ways i know i'm pulling up to the to the crib Uh, she mimed, uh, like wrapping a noose around her neck and then <laughs> strangling like, herself. What's, what is wrong with 98 degrees? Like, okay, I get everything oh, yeah. that's wrong with them, but like, <laughs> that is like pure in sync backstreet boys. Like, that is prime them. She was never really into them, and that's saying a lot. Wow, she was never really into like, uh, the boy band stuff, like, night, um, in sync, like she liked like Justin Timberlake like, for like half Justin. an hour. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, <laughs> uh, which I... <laughs> unbelievable. That's how I feel about yeah. Morbius. I, I. That's fine, but that's not Jared Leto. That's a character. So I'm just gonna say you need to step off. I was really lucky to dodge the bullet of like the the boy band phase. So I feel like boy band the boy band thing. Like there was that phase. Like. It's like when you get on Tinder for the first time, right? Like you're looking at all the people. You're like trying to find somebody to go on a date with. You go on a date with them. They're really sky high. Everything's going great. And then like when the boy bands just dropped off the face of the earth, it was that post nut clarity, brother. <laughs> Incredible. But you said you you genuinely liked that song. What was the first time that you heard that song? Do you remember? I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. All I, like I remember when NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, like that was everywhere, everywhere. And fun fact, I had to search 98 degrees in a very, very different way. Because I remember I Googled it, right? And I was like, oh, 98 degrees. And I type in 98 and I'm like, okay, that doesn't pop up. And I did like, you have to search 98 degrees, like a totally different way on Spotify for them to even pull up. Because like I wanted to use one of their songs, right? I wanted to use it. And I just, I could not find 98 Degrees, and it was really thoroughly upsetting. But yeah, the okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like 1997, 1998, when 
that album came out, 98 Degrees and Rising, like that was peak boy band, dude. And it just, I don't know, I just, it was, it's weird. Like when Britney Spears was the smash hit, my little brother just absolutely infatuated with her, right? My mom loved Backstreet Boys. You know, my stepdad was kind of cool with NSYNC. Like you found your dudes that you thought was cute and you hung out with them for a little bit. And then, you know, we all went on a couple dates, got our, got our rocks off. And then we had to post net clarity and thought it was best to, to part ways. <laughs> incredible well why don't why don't why 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 don't you like 98 degrees fuck that was hard <laughs> i just i didn't like any of the the boy bands um yeah I've, i just never it was um well, as you know jared i'm older than you by like so what, two months no <laughs> okay great like, like a lot <laughs> exactly what, like, like what, what? Why couldn't you ever get into the boy bands? Because he was wiser. What'd you say? What? What'd you say? Nothing. So pretty. <laughs> I, no, I just, I never got into him. It wasn't like, uh, that's not really my type of pop music. Although I do unironically listen to Taylor Swift and Katy Perry and all that stuff now. Fireworks. But those are female artists. Fireworks. I, I, I don't. I just didn't like the boy bands. Although, like Justin Timberlake, his uh, some of his solo stuff, like he's got a couple of good solo songs, like after Insync. Like I, I just couldn't get behind the whole pre-manufactured boy. That's why I, I don't understand the whole like Copy K-pop paste. thing. Yeah. I don't get all of the because that's the new iteration of boy bands is like all the K-pop bands. Like what was it BTK or like yeah, all the like people are just like fucking ape shit for those guys, and I'm just like. I don't get it. It's, uh, it's. I mean, but it's not for me, you know. So, I mean, just, um, yeah. I think Japan, Japan's culture is always like a like a, a good a good step and a half behind where we as Americans are. Like, they always they're always kind of like a step behind. Like, I maybe I'm just making it up, or potentially I could be misconstruing things. But like, when Metallica, Slipknot, Slayer, like a lot of those big heavy metal bands were like you know kind of into their careers doing what they do they're like hey let's go to europe let's go to japan let's go overseas like there's big venues for them there and like they would blow up like there are almost like you wouldn't believe it there are there are commercials where these heavy metal artists are in like japan and all these overseas places where they're doing commercial spots and you're like they would never do that in america but they're so much bigger overseas I guess because mm. we here in America manufacture things so well so many times over that like when they go overseas to like Europe or, or wherever they go, they're just they're that much bigger because not many people can make it to that stage in their careers. I guess in America to where an overseas tour is possible. So when you have those big bands that go overseas and really do their tours, they can be massive and like you got a Metallica fucking commercial about milk or some shit like that, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm just making up for instances, but there are legitimate cases where, they're like Japan is just like a step and a half behind because I think by the time that a lot of our big name artists can get over there, there's a massive resurgence of of all the other stuff, and so it's like two totally different markets. There's like America, where it's like yeah we're on the fifth album, but in Japan they're still on the second. That's fair. All those points are valid, and it was well brought up. But K-pop is Korean. I don't know. <laughs> so, 
it's, it's mean, the same geological Asia, Asian Pacific island, all right? <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, I'm glad that you unironically enjoyed the song and shared it with us on the uh, numbers episode. So this next one is another one that you have umbrage with because it starts with a letter. This is Front 242, but this is a band that's a, an industrial band. To be fair, um, I was kind of wavering between this and uh, Mark had mentioned that he wanted some Blink-182 representation. And I was thinking about putting Blink-182 on here as an homage to him. But I had mentioned when we were first talking about the numbers episode, I specifically called out Front 242 because it was it was a band that I remember the first time hearing them was on... Um, they used to be signed to Wax Tracks Records. And there was a, a compilation album of all like industrial and heavy metal kind of like electronic artists mm -hmm. that was on, it was like a three CD set called The Black Box. It was fucking incredible. And Front 242 did a song on there with another artist, I think Sheep on Drugs. And that song just kicks ass. And so <laughs> I've always associated um front 242 kind of with that song and with uh with that kind of sound i wanted something specific because i, I think that kind of the influence of that song was more like sheep on drugs so i wanted something that was specifically to uh front 242 so i chose this song don't crash which is the remastered version it's um it's a little bit different. It's definitely different than the 98 Degrees song is, that we just heard. But let's. Is it like KMFDM, World War Three, mm. or is it like KMFDM, Pity for the Pious? You just got to hear it for yourself. It's you're not really. You're gonna probably hear this and be like, "Yeah, I don't know that I would call that really industrial." But let's give it a listen to "Don't Crash." Thank you. 
Okay, so I. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That no, was like ahead. aggressively '80s industrial. <laughs> so, Megan said the same thing. She said, "Yeah, this isn't industrial. This is more like uh, '80s, like Depeche Mode kind of stuff." And I said, "Which I also fucking love." So, but I, I was way wrong. I said that that was uh, on Wax Tracks that I mm-hmm. remember them from. I, I was completely off base because I wanted to go to that track listing to see to call out what that song was. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't on. Uh, they weren't on that at all. Like it even says in the Wikipedia, absent from Black Box is the work of Front 242, whose releases on Wax Tracks, originally licensed from Played Against Sam, are not represented because of disputes with Epic Records, which had recently obtained the rights to Front 242's catalog. So that was, it must have been another compilation, or uh, I had like heard Tommy play some different Front 242 stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I in my mind, I had conflated it that it was... Uh, the first I had heard of them was on that black box album, but it obviously was not, but I mean, that was uh front two forty two. So hmm. what did you think about it? I mean, aside from what you'd already said that. Yeah. It's like aggressively eighties. Like, I mean, when I think of industrial there, you know, KMFDM world war three pity for the pious. Well, cause the first time you were like, it's, it's different. I was like, all right, world war three was pretty different, but that's like industrial metal. And like, no, nah, it's, it's like weird. And I was like, all right, well, pity for the pious is really weird because a girl legitimately has like an orgasm in, in the song. Like that's the second half of the song. And then it starts off with the synth and I'm like, oh, we're going 80s. <laughs> so, Which I also unironically love. No, so. th- dude, there's nothing wrong with the 80s. I, I will legitimately do this where if I'm not listening to a podcast or if I'm uh, not playing just like, like Fallout 4 for the umpteenth time through the playlist <laughs> in my Kenny Beat series, I'll put on like 80s synth wave in the background or or something along those lines where it's just this chill music that I can vibe with 
all game and just play games or like I'll watch like the shitty 1980s, you know, murder mystery FBI documents or something like that. I learned about all the really non-terrible crimes that used to occur back in the 80s that like the FBI handles that just normal cops handle nowadays. And they use like that 80s kind of synth poppy stuff. And it it's a good song. I would not hit the skip button if it came on. Oh, good. I'm kind of glad. I didn't know that 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 was going to be your reaction. So yeah. I'm glad. All right. So this next one is another, well, it's you're rounding out your selection. So who mm. is on the docket here? Uh, 303. And, and I, I feel like this counts because it does start with a number, the, the correct way <laughs> it should. Uh, I completely had no idea that was their bad name when I picked them. Cause, cause I came across uh, again, Googled it and it's like 303. I was like, huh, I should check out their shit. And I'm like, Oh, I know quite a bit of their stuff. And then their song don't trust me is one of the ones that I actually genuinely enjoyed. Uh, and so I was like, all right, let's, let's throw it on there. Cause it seems good. But Eric, yes, sir. Do you want to know a fun fact about your m- m- the song number eight, as well as this whole playlist? Play it on me. That's the longest song of the playlist at four minutes and 53 seconds. And I think this is the first list ever not to include a five minute song Oh that, wow! that you really? and I have done. Yes. Huh? So that's pretty cool. I mean, it was close. So seven seconds shy, but that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. It feels like we're kind of racing through these. I mean, in light of, especially um, all the musical journey, so which has like these, huge dissertations that you know like all these notes that are um in all these deep in-depth conversations that are revolved around all these songs this is uh it's kind of cool to kick it kind of old school like this i know this song that's why i chose it (laughs) (laughs) yeah like it's it's great and and yeah it like it does fit like i'm looking over at the timer and i you know checking the and i'm like fuck it's like like we're almost done and yeah. not that there's anything wrong with a short podcast, because we all know the Feathers and Friends went from three hours to like, I'm like, all right, it's an hour and 20 minutes. Like, let's wrap this bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have. I mean, I again, I, not, I'm not saying anything bad. I love doing the musical journeys. I, I think that's incredible. I'm so glad that we did that series and I've learned so much more about all my friends and that have guested on the show and it's been incredible to have you know these deep meaningful conversations but it's also nice to have you know one just kind of in the bank that's going to be an hour and a half roughly around there uh where it's just like yeah (laughs) let's let's get in let's talk about it and uh and let's get out so let's give a listen to don't trust me black dress with the tights underneath i got the breath of a last cigarette on my teeth and she's an actress, actress. but she ain't got no need she's got money from her parents in a trust fund back east tongues always pressed to your cheeks while my tongue is on the inside of some other girl's teeth you tell your boyfriend if he says he's got beef that I'm a vegetarian and I ain't fucking scared of him. She wants to touch me, woo. She wants to love me, woo. She'll never leave me, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Don't trust her, never trust her. the back of your head. 
another girl alone at the bar. She wants to touch me, woo. She wants to love me, woo. She'll never leave me, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Don't trust her, never trust her. And talk with your hips. I said, Shush, girl, shut your lips. Do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips. I said, Shush, girl, shut your lips. Do the Helen Keller and talk with your trust them trifling hoes baby <laughs> that's a good song yeah i uh, i remember that one from well it, it feels like back in the day but it wasn't that awful no. old but yeah it, yeah that's a good so any oh my god yeah <laughs> speaking of it's time for me to go to the fucking rocking chair in the nursing home so let's uh let's wrap this up with um <laughs> oh wow just what? like oh just fucking no transition all right just, uh yeah dude you're like that you're you're like the dj saturday morning that went out drinking way too much last night he's like fuck it kids here's the next song jared come on i know that you could have better use of your time what i have like no better <laughs> dude seriously i i thought there's gonna be like a tornado because like there's a severe thunderstorm morning and i, I was gonna send you this whole drawn out text and it was basically going to be like, hey, Eric, at like 9.30, probably going to have a bad storm here. And then the storm just blows over. And I'm like, what am I going to do tonight? Like, I don't – usually these go to like 11 o'clock at night. I have nothing better to do. I specifically <laughs> drank a really potent energy drink to like be awake here. And like I have nothing to do. Like as soon as we're done, I'm probably just going to go like wrap myself in a blanket, sit on my couch, sit on my recliner because I don't have a couch – uh, turn on the TV and just like <laughs> that got you into trouble last night. Yeah, well, no, what got me in trouble was hooking up with a girl who, basically, I don't want to say she lied, but she omitted quite a few things that would have been really, really relevant to the beginning of the conversation. Because I know as soon as I told you, I remember specifically saying this could potentially be a really big problem for me. And mm -hmm. what happened, Eric? It was a really big problem it for Jared. It was a really big problem. And I, I could have risked something for the biscuit. I could have, I, dude, I could have made it so much worse to risk it for the biscuit. But I, uh, I decided not to. Yeah, like that's, just, that's maybe a Feathers and Friends story. 
I think it needs to be. Speaking of which, I need to get back on. Well, now you've got some other. Uh, you want to do a double header? <laughs> you can have a pee break. Megan can join. We can just do a double header called the Super Secret Special Episode. I I'm double down header. Down Megan pee break. Let's do this. What's the next song? Well, oh my I, God, use of time. I see that now. Yes, I set up so perfectly what that what that transition would have been. How little does Jared pay attention to the podcast? <laughs> this is how little. <laughs> this next one. I can just do it again. Let's just do it again. And just act no. like, everybody just like pretend that you didn't realize that five minutes ago that we talked about that. <laughs> Jared, that. I'm sure. So we're just going to just fucking go fuck it. Next song. All right. What's in the docket? Oh, come on, Jared. I know that you have better use of your time. Oh, he said the thing. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna hit play now. Alright, please
Is there a secret sound or is that just the sound that the outside is making? Oh, it is a secret sound. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't know how big uh, or if you absolutely despise them. What's your thought on 311 in general? I'm pretty sure I've heard a couple of their songs, but it was never just... It, it was it was again it was like one of those songs where you just it comes on the radio like all right cool I'll, I like I can, I can I can chill I can vibe with this it wasn't an amazing song it wasn't a good song it wasn't a bad song it was just a song yeah they have stuff that's I mean like really kind of like played out they have a lot of you know super popular songs a lot of songs that have appeared on soundtracks a lot of songs that, that was like basically like the soundtrack for the late 90s early 2000s uh, was 311 so uh, but that song is like in my opinion an underrated underappreciated gem I really dig that one like some of their like more mainstream stuff like it's fine 311 as a band is is okay it's not something that I really ever got behind but that song I genuinely love I, I fucking love that song like where he jams out at the end too like, dude they, they shred like his delivery and like that I, I fucking love that song I, okay, I can see why you love this song, but that's like stoner, just somebody got high, <laughs> wrote a song, and like they just vibe like nobody else's, like it's <laughs> it, it's like the hippie jam band, right? Like it's just, okay, like you can stop at any point in time now. It's, it's Well, but about four minutes short of uh, the hippie jam band he, stuff. Like I'm not even sure what he was saying in that song. It was like he took a Wawa pedal, shoved a tube down his throat, did the Wawa thing, and he's like talking. <laughs> and I, I think I caught use of time, and that was about it. Yeah. Uh, but every time I turn the volume down, all I hear is the deafening sound of your heart's pound. Basically, is like the. And the, how the many times did you have to listen to the song before you actually read the lyrics to understand it? <laughs> Not many. <laughs> I, I, I like that song quite a bit. So. It's not a good, and it's not a good song. It's not a bad song. It's, okay, all right. I'll give you another road, dude. You can shit on all my songs you <laughs> right. want. I don't care. No, I don't have a need to. I love you too. Why? Okay, and, so you we, know another guy that we love. We love Mark. So yes. we decided collectively that we were just going to go ahead no. and add his fucking song. No, you, <laughs> you decided. I was trying to make you complicit. We no, you decided to. <laughs> I was going to ask you, and then I forgot, because I'm really good at remembering. And I was like, "Can we? are we going to add a Blink-182 song? And then you're just like, I up, like I scroll down, and I'm like, why is there a Blink-182 song on here? And then I see your text message. I was like, oh, okay. So, of all the Blink-182 songs, why did he choose this? What He said, I don't know. He said it's his favorite. He, at, he said, so what's next on the docket? He said, call him right now. <laughs> He said the next song, or he said the next episode Hold is on. the numbers, right? Like, he's like, I hope that there's Blink-182 representation. I hope that it's Apple Shampoo because that's my favorite. Okay. Are you trying to call him live on air? Hey, Siri. Uh -huh. Call Evil Mark. Oh, that I, evil. God damn it, you fucking phone. <laughs> okay. He. Oh, do I have him in here as just Mark? I do. <laughs> I'm going to call you. Come on now. 
7.30 on a Friday. I wonder if he's, uh, who? I wonder what he's doing. Let's find out. Please leave your message for 602. Ah! Hey, Mark, uh, this is just Jared. You know, your you're number one biggest fan here, bud. Uh, we're, we're doing, we're doing the, the numbers episode right now. Uh, I am leaving you this voicemail live on the air. I did cut off your fo- the phone before your number fully played through. Um, but of all the Blink-182 songs, why has it got to be uh, Apple Shampoo? Uh, you chose one of, well, you know, I'd prob- I'd, honestly, I don't know the song. I've never heard it before, but there are a few other good ones. So I just wanted to say I love you. I can't wait to hug your beautiful face, and we'll see you soon. Bye now. All right, I left him a voicemail. Oh, you guys heard all that. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Is that what you did? <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, but I never guessed. I was really hoping his voice would be like, hey, this is Mark Hammond of the Evil Mark Show. No, it's just the generic, here's my fucking phone number. Yeah. Maybe if you call him, he'll pick up. You want to try? <laughs> that would be so fucked up. That would no, be so... Well, no. If he doesn't pick up, as like, dude, is everything okay? You and Jared both call me. But if he's like, hey, man, what's up? I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I think it's best that we just don't do that. So let's just what, play his Really? Song. <laughs> you know he'd pick up if you call? No, I don't, I don't know that, but I don't want to risk that because I, I want to meet both of you IRL so desperately, and I don't want that to happen. And you'd be like, fuck that guy. I never, I ge- I'm not coming to him. <laughs> I genuinely would not be pissed because, like, the tour – because, so, little fun fact here. I've called Mark, like, twice like, – I've called Mark a, a handful of times, right? Because usually we talk on Discord or we do a Zoom call. But, like, the handful of times I've called Mark, he just picks up. Like, it's so awesome. Like, the few times that I'm legitimately, like, I'm just going to call him and leave him a voicemail because my internet's, like, supposed to be down for two days. I know we're supposed to gonna record. But I'll just tell him that, like, hey, if, if I have to do it, I'm going to do it from a phone. Is that okay? And every single time I've called this dude, he's just like, hey, man, what's up? I'm like... Why are you picking up? It's like 10 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it's like, I just want to leave you a voicemail. Yeah, like, I didn't expect you to pick up. He's like, no, man, what's up? You're calling me in the middle of the day. Is everything okay? I was like, well, and then, like, of course, everything turns out fine. But, like, it's just so funny because the few times that, like, I'm just like, I'm just going to call him just to, like, just to, like, leave him a voicemail so he knows what's going on because uh, I don't feel like texting this, this shenanigan or anything. Like, he just picks up. So, like, the one time, of course, that I'm like, I want to talk to him. I honestly wouldn't be mad if he picked up for you because I know that, like, I know with Mark, like, in the Evil Mark show, like, it's kind of secondary. I know he really wants to jump back into it and, like, wants to get it to the level that you guys are on where you just don't miss a day. Where, like, we don't, like, I don't miss a Saturday. He doesn't miss a Wednesday. So I, I feel kind of like the second the second adopted child where it's like, yeah, we, we cared enough to adopt you, but that was about as far as it goes. So <laughs> my God, do you want me to call him? Do you want me to see? No, I genuinely want to know if he picks up for you. Put him on All speaker. Right. Be, okay. You, you, you got to cut it off when, when, when the voicemail hits, cause it'll read his phone number. And if I really hope we didn't interrupt him do getting his groove on. He's probably trying to spend time with his family before he leaves. We are his family, Megan. I know, but he likes them more right now. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. he did fucking it. <laughs> oh my god. Hey man, you doing all right? How you doing? All right, you got you got a minute to talk? Yeah, what's up? I was just, I just missed Jared's call and I was 
I was like, we're sitting here getting ready to order pizza. And I was like, oh, okay, Eric's fine. I'm like, there must be something going on. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, yes, Thank you're, you. You're, you're on air right now. You're going to be part of the show. So uh, okay. so uh, we're doing the numbers episode. And we, okay. we talked about um, you wanting to have a Blink-182 song on there. And so after we kind of wrapped up ours, he's like, I was like, you know what? Mark's our buddy. I'm going to throw him a bone. I'm going to put his, his song on here. And Jared saw it, and he had questions as to why you chose the song that you chose. And so he's like, you know, I'm going to call him. And then it went to voicemail. And then we got to talking. He's like, you should call him. And if he picks up, I'll know where I stand. And so I called, and you picked up, like, on the first fucking ring. <laughs> Eric, 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 you're the number one friend here. I hate you, Mark. You're clearly the the Georgia Bulldogs of the of the of the friends. So yeah, so I see your call, and I was like, "Oh, Eric needs something." You need... I quit the NFL what show. I, what did I pick? Did I pick a? I picked a Blink One Eighty Two. What Apple shampoo? Yes. Yes, I remember. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> okay, well, so Jared wants to know why he chose that song. <laughs> Okay, I can tell you why. It's off. Uh, it's on Dude Ranch. I think Dude Ranch is probably their best album. It wasn't their first album. Uh, uh, I think it's one of the more interesting ones uh, as far as how it sounds and the lyrics. And I really like that one. Off everything off that album. There's a lot of good stuff on that album too. Like there's Gamut. There's uh, uh, A New Hope. There's I mean, there's there's, there's funny. There's uh, poignant. But I think that one is probably kind of rides the line between both. Uh, I know you're looking for a silly answer, but I just give you a serious answer. No, that's perfectly fine. It's, it, it, <laughs> really, this was just an experiment to see if you actually would pick up and then you yeah. did. So. Like, well, Jared and even said, like, hey, I was like, oh, it's Jared Todd. I'm like, well, we're ordering pizza. So I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really thinking about the pizza and the wings now. <laughs> But then when you called, I'm like, oh, okay, it's Eric. I better, I better find out what's really going on. I hate oh him so much. You can hang up on him now. <laughs> thank you for thank you for answering. Uh, okay. Time for you, buddy. <laughs> well, now you have to try to convince Jared to still show up this week when you're visiting. So. All right. Enjoy your pizza. Tell Brooke that we said hello and uh, safe travels, buddy. And, and uh, I'll see you on Monday. All right. I'll see you on Monday. You guys have a good. You have a good thing, man. Thanks. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. I'll, won't talk to I'll only talk to him through an intermediary. <laughs> I really, right, Mark. really Thank hope he has a over where he has to sit on the plane and he can't deplane it. It gets, keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And he really has to go to the bathroom. They're like, no, we have to take off. Uh, I hope for the most mild inconveniences on your travels, good sir. I'm so mad right now. I'm going to play this song and hope it makes me feel better. All right. Didn't mean to deceive you, believe me. But sometimes the hardest part is conceiving the good intentions that you had. Now only came to this now though she saw the mark The aerosmith It is an exciting Reciting the stories Of kind words turn hurting When routine gets boring Both getting tired of punk rock clubs And both playing in punk rock bands The start was something good But some good things must end
that dude. Did he, did he call and do <laughs> damage he control? Called, yeah, he called me. He's like, what's up, man? I'm just checking in. I was like, I'm doing good, you dick. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he he told me why I didn't answer, and it's fine. But yeah, it's, yeah no, it's, it's good. I love him. I love him. He's fine. He's safe for the time being. <laughs> uh, that could not have played out any better. Like, if it was just like, if, if that also went to voicemail, it just would have been like, oh, um, whatever. Like, it would have been cool that it was part of this. Well, thank God. Yeah, thank God. He's like, hey, man, what's up? I see Jared called. Is everything okay? I was like, oh, good fucking answer, Mark. Good answer. First, yeah, first ring. Oh, my God. That pisses me off. It was first ring. Like, 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 I would have felt better if he just sent me to voicemail, right? Like, ring once or twice to send me to fuck. No, no, he he let it ring. <laughs> right, but that that is that is a Blink One Eighty Two song. It's not bad. I've I I think I've heard it maybe once or twice, but like, that's Blink One Eighty Two. So yeah, no, that he he was uh, spot on with that album. Uh, Jude Ranch was a banger. With uh, "Damn It" is the one that gets the most love. That's the like arguably the most popular song off that album. But yeah, that's uh, it's it's a good one. I think it was a good representation, and it was nice to have a Blink One Eighty Two song and give Mark some love, even though he didn't give Jared some love. <laughs> no, he hundred percent gave me love. It's all good. Oh, that that was a funny as shit. So now. Since we are done with the playlist, it is time for Is It Hootie? What? No, we got it. What? No. No, we've got like three other things we got to do. What are you talking about? We got to rate the song from best to worst. We got it. Okay. All right. I mean, we have. Because we don't go. We just go forward in time. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I mean, we could go back in time. If you really wanted to rate them, I guess nope, we Nope, nope. Could... I played the sound okay. effect. We're moving on. <laughs> that's enough. not how this works. Uh, we are not time travelers, good sir. Okay. Not yet, anyway. So, uh, Jared uh, said at the beginning of the episode, well, at least I don't have to do the game, right? And I said, oh, contraire, mon frere. You... Still definitely have to do Is It Hootie. And it's like, well, but there's not even anyone to play against. And Megan uh, offered that she would be a part of this thing. So, Megan, the... uh, I just want to let you know you were like one of the smartest women I know. Uh, take that with a grain of salt. But, however, uh, don't, don't, don't buy into Eric's things. If you can do less work to make me do less work, that would have been appreciated. Just saying. <laughs> Alright, so for those not familiar with the game, we have four snippets of lyrics and a bonus fifth stanza. Our contestant Jared and Megan will lead to me, uh, will listen to me read them aloud and then tell me if they believe that the song was performed by Hootie and the Blowfish. At least one of the four will be, perhaps more, but at least one, whether or it is or it is not Hootie. If they can correctly identify the song title and the artist, those are good for bonus points. Uh, Jared's going to try to beat his personal best of five points. So oh my god! Are the offerings okay? Just to be clear, Megan, you didn't see these. But my printed out list. Not, I'm not a cheater. Okay. Yes. Could you come a little bit closer the to the microphone, please? Could you please come a little bit closer to the mic? Okay. 
Well, then you're going to have to speak up. Jared, can you hear her okay? Yeah, I can hear her fine. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's your first one. And it's maybe 6 a.m. and no one wants to be with me. So I'm calling out to someone and something that I don't know so well. Oh, I'm free. Yeah, that feels like a personal shot against myself. So I'm going to go, that is Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> you, think, you think that that's a personal shot? Oh, that's a personal shot against Jared. I'm I'm, I'm alone. It's 6 a.m. I feel lonely. Wow. Yeah, uh, there's 100% a call out on me. I'm sorry. I'm shit. having an airheads. I need... I need comfort food now that I'm called out. Fair so, <laughs> Megan, do you think it's Hootie? I do not. You do not think it is Hootie. Okay. All right, next. I want to dial your number, baby. Said dance with you, maybe. A thousand workers in the eye of the storm. Ooh, and all the people in the world need to understand. Strength in numbers just to keep warm. Is it Hootie? Megan, you'll go first this time. No. No, it is not? Okay. Jared, is that Hootie? Is it there, Smith? You think it's Aerosmith? Yeah, sorry. I wanted to do you that. Think it's, no, you think it's Aerosmith? Oh, that is Aerosmith 100%, yes, sir. Okay. That on my way... On my way, I've been this way 10 years to the day. Ramble on, gotta find the queen of all my dreams. Got no time to for spreading roots. The time has come to be gone. And though our health we drank a thousand times, it's time to ramble on. Jared, you're up first this time. That is AI. Uh, mood happy. Theme ramble on. Okay. Megan? No, it's not Hootie. Okay. Oh, that's right. Megan can see your search history. I don't waste time on that. Here, Jared. <laughs> and I do this stuff at work anyway. So, oh, now the <laughs> now the call of the highway is a powerful thing, like the pull of a lover or a child in a swing. He gave his heart to two women. Only one wears his ring. They're both going to have his babies now. Megan goes first. Is this the last one? This is the last one before the bonus. And one of them has to be in. I don't think this one is either, so obviously I suck at this game. <laughs> well, no, did he, did he say one of them has to be it? Yeah. One this is it's the same yeah. rules as always. One at least one of the four is possibly more, but Okay, I'm gonna say no and then just see what happens. Okay, Jared. Well see, the misogynist would say that women are wrong, but then again she is a wife <clears throat> and she has controlled you, so she has to be doing a ton of things right, so she's more than likely correct. But I can't just follow what she does because then I'm just a follower. I'm not a sheep. I'm a wolf. Um, <laughs> I fuck. Can I, can you use it in a sentence? Can I get the definition? <laughs> can I get the origin of the of the word, sir? 
Do you want me to repeat the stanza? Is that what you're asking for? Yes. Now the call of the highway is a powerful thing. Like the pull of a lover or a child in a swing. He gave his heart to two women. Only one wears his ring. They're both going to have his babies now. It's called polyamory or an affair. And you are correct, Megan. That did not help at all. Um, Right. (laughs) I'm going to go with Hootie and the Blowfish. It is Hootie. Because I feel like they would talk about having sex with strangers and having a polyamorous relationship. So, <laughs> All right. Okay, and here's a bonus. One taught me love, one taught me patience, and one taught me pain. Now I'm so amazing. Say I've loved and I've lost, but that's not what I see. So look what I got. Look what you taught me. Jared, you're up first. Fuck it, no. I I genuinely do not have any idea who that is. Okay, but you're saying no, it's not Hootie? Yeah, statistically I have to be correct. <laughs> Megan? No, it is not Hootie. Okay. Let's see how these play out for you then. Okay, the first one, 6 a.m., no one wants to be with me. Jared said, yes, it was Hootie because he thought that I was calling him out personally. Well, while I'm not calling Jared out personally, it was indeed Hootie. That song is called <laughs> So Strange. So Jared has one point. Eric's like, what lyrics can I find that are going to attack Jared personally? That, oh, my God. That's definitely not the case. We need to find you a girl. I want to dial your number, baby. Said dance with you, Maybe. Jared said, no, that was not Hootie because he thought it was Aerosmith. Megan said, just know that it was not Hootie. You're both correct. It was not Hootie and the Blowfish. But this one was the AI generated. The prompt was numbers. The genre was electronic dance music. And the mood was neutral. So Jared has two points and Megan has one. The next one, on my way, I've been this way 10 years to the day. And you'll notice... That I'm, uh, I went with a theme here as well. Because this was a numbers episode, all of these stanzas had numbers in them. The first one was 6 a.m., the second one was 1,000 workers, the third one was 10 years to the day, uh, the next one was talking about two women, and the last one was using the number one over and over again. So look how clever I am. Okay, but this one on my way 10 years to the day. Jared said no. He said that that one was the AI uh, and that the theme was ramble on. Well, you were correct that it's not Hootie, but it was not AI. But the song is Led Zeppelin's Ramble On, so I did Holy give you a shit. <laughs> I did give you a bonus point for getting the uh, the correct one. Oh, and you also got a point for saying that it wasn't Hootie. So actually, I have to reconfigure these. Can't believe that. So, uh, Megan gets a point for that as well because she said that it was not Hootie. So, Jared is at four and Megan is at two. Let's see. The next one, call the highway, powerful thing, gave his heart to two women. That is indeed Hootie. The song is a fine line. Uh, So, Jared got that correct. So, he equals his best. He's at five points. So, it all comes down to the bonus. One taught me love, one taught me patience. That's Ariana Grande. The song is Thank You Next. Megan got it correct, so she has uh, three points. 
And Jared also got it correct that it was not Hootie, so he has six points. He is now bested his personal best. You're welcome. (laughs) He didn't even want to play the game, and now he's set a new personal record. Congratulations to both of you, but especially to Jared for winning the game. Is it Hootie on this very special episode of Numbers? We we had we talked numbers artists. We we had a little bit of getting in the feels uh, as we've been getting used to with the uh, the musical journeys episode. It was quicker than those musical journey episodes, though. Jared, please tell everybody where they can find more of your super producer skills, but in a host capacity. Yeah, Fallon Entertainment, where I am the co-host slash super producer. Um, you know, I'm the main talent of that show. There's, it's all me. Everything that happens is because of me. And you know, the show just says no. Uh, yeah, the Evil Mark show. We're gonna get back into it once the preseason kicks off. Feathers and Friends, where I'm still giving my buddy a trial run. Uh, every so often, let's play Death Ray. I hang out with those guys on stream. So very cool. And Megan, is there anything that you would like to shout out or say in response to your appearance on the show? Okay. <laughs> well done. We also had a, a guest appearance from Mark from the aforementioned Evil Mark show. He doesn't matter. Uh, he picked up on your phone call. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was priceless. Um, so, yes, thank you guys for uh, continuing to listen and being a part of the show. Hopefully, you enjoyed this special numbers episode. Uh, we're going to have another, at least one more uh, musical journey, possibly more. We'll let you know when those drop in the feed as usual but thank you so much for being a part of this and in the meantime we're gonna fuck uh slam that final camera shut that's how i say it <laughs> oh, wait 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 you ready hold on hold on hold, uh-huh. hold that hold that thought you ready this is the part where you say it correctly i completely missed on what you were doing then and you said that we were not time travelers so we couldn't go back in time so i'll own my mistake and